ライダープレイ Welcome back to Rider Break. I'm your host, Ega Devil, and this is episode 21. Okay, gang, well, we're back with yet another episode, and the big day has arrived. It's October 5th, 2014, and Kamen Rider Drive premieres today. Now, I'm going back to record this uh, introduction later. What you're about to hear will be my uh, first reaction to watching the episode live as it aired. Uh, I'm going to go and probably edit uh, a little bit because no doubt there will be points where I'm just sitting there watching and not saying anything. So I'll, I'll try to go back and clean it up a little bit, make it more interesting, and uh, probably edit out the commercials just so that you can watch this with the raw, which I think usually uh, only keeps the next episode trailer and maybe the toy ads. I'm not really sure. It's, it's probably not going to match up very well. I'll try to do the thing where I throw the audio in the background softly so you can kind of follow along with it. Um, but basically, yeah, this is another one of those episodes that's kind of meant to be watched alongside the episode of the show. Uh, and maybe you can listen to it on its own. I don't know how exciting that'll be, but uh, we'll see what happens. In any case, uh, it's going to be a lot like last year with Comrade Gaim, where this is my first thoughts on the show as it happens before my eyes. So there's a lot of things that I get wrong or, or miss or, or don't pick up on because I'm watching it for the first time. But uh, that's how it works, I guess. Uh, in any case, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, enjoy the episode. Okay, well, here we go. Uh, it's starting up now on good old TV Asahi. And uh, I'm guessing this is sort of our big introduction moment, that'll, the equivalent of the big battle that kicked off Guy, although probably a little bit different. Uh, it looks like time is fr not freezing, but kind of slowing down like stopping and then slowing down and uh, whoa things are exploding oh cool and there's the Roy Mude guys walking in front of the rain looks like they just came out of clock up uh, now I remember seeing this in the trailers and stuff the scene of them kind of marching through the city and it's like big what the heck it's a giant bowling pin um, <laughs> he just kicked it uh, but yeah, I remember seeing this uh, in the trailers. It looked really cool, really uh, catastrophic. I wonder if it's kind of like a Begins Night thing almost. Oh, it looks like they're uh, spreading out all over the world. Oh, and there's our main guy, Shinosuke, I believe. Uh, I wonder... Uh-oh, uh <laughs> this doesn't look good. Time's freezing. Oh no. He's gonna. Oh. 
Uh, I guess that's his partner there who just got knocked off. Um, I wonder if the guy that they're uh, fighting with, is is he going to... Well, let's see if he dies in this scene or... Oh. <laughs> it's hard to tell. I wonder if he'll uh, come back and do it later, like if he'll be a, a villain or something. Oh, there's the little cars. The shift cars baking a bridge, <laughs> which they then drive across. Wow. Lots of CGI in this beginning. <laughs> it's a pretty uh, graphic-intensive opening. <laughs> They're like driving around in circles. Oh, this must be Max Flair. Oh, I killed the guy. A funky spike. <laughs> Midnight Shadow. Alright, they're gonna have to explain why do they need Common Rider Drive? Because uh, the cars are doing enough damage on their own. Oh, weird. They turn to like numbers and fly away. A motorcycle. Hey! And there he is. Oh, cool. I like how his eyes light up. And here we are into our opening credits. Is this Namori's name? Busanjo? Cool. I do like the uh, logo a lot. The R. That's really neat. The stylized R. <laughs> He's washing the car. Yeah, so uh, I really don't know what to expect with this one. I mean, my you know my gut feeling is it's going to be kind of double-ish, maybe. Uh, we'll see how that pans out, but... It's definitely got that more uh, upbeat, you know, like, really kind of uh, excited, uh, optimistic opening to it. You know, not just the song, but the visuals, too. Like, Gaim, uh, comparatively, was pretty foreboding. It's still action-packed, but uh, this one, it's a lot more kind of focusing on, uh, well, as you can see, you know, the, the characters kind of doing their daily thing and then drive fighting everybody. Oh. <laughs> Directed by Rita Tasaki. Okay. Cool. Oh, that's cool. They got a little countdown on the uh, commercial bumper on the side there. Huh. Alright, so we jump ahead a bit. And he's already got the car. Try to run. Oh, and they introduce, uh, they got his name on the screen, too. That's cool. I wonder if this one's going to be set in a, uh, fictional city or, um, uh, you know, district or something like that, or it's just supposed to be Tokyo. <laughs> Seems like a pretty laid-back character, kind of, uh... How'd you get a sense of, uh... <laughs> now he's getting arrested, apparently. <laughs> or getting cuffed, at least. And there's, uh, Kiriko. She's the main female lead for this show, and she looks pretty cool. Kind of getting a, uh, Akiko vibe off her right now. You know, the, her re reaction, her relation to, um, Shinosuke. <laughs> she's got a little boku. Yeah, right away, uh, from the music, it's certainly a lot more lighthearted than what we've had for the last couple weeks uh, on TV with Kamen Rider. You know, this kind of looks like a, 
the office they just walked through kind of looked like a place that was used in Wizard uh, for the police station there sometimes. Now we're meeting the rest of the crew. I still got to learn everybody's names. Uh, because I'm... Once I get them in my head, I'll, I'll remember them. But at this time, it's like, ah... Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, very quirky bunch of characters. I got sort of the, the tech people. <laughs> this guy with the dolls who uh, really looks uh, a little out of place. But, uh, I guess this is sort of like the, uh, the special <laughs> task force squad or something like that. I do like, uh, Rina. Like, even before the, uh, before the show started, just reading about her character profile and, and stuff, I thought, oh, she's kind of cool. I like the, uh, like the idea behind her. Sort of the, uh, tech expert inventor character. So he's got the car already. I can't tell. Um, the, the volume's kind of turned down low, uh, and the TV's on the other side of the room, so I'm, I'm going to go back and watch this again later to pick up on all the subtleties of the dialogue and everything, but I don't know if they explained. Oh, there's the narrator. <laughs> or <laughs> the narrator's talking to him? Weird. Or is it, uh, is that supposed to be the belt talking? <laughs> huh. Alright, time is, uh, freezing again. <laughs> We're stopping and, and starting, it's weird. Hey, I recognize that guy's popcorn bucket as the, uh, style from the movie theater I was go to. Uh-oh. Must be one of the bad guys. <laughs> it is. Wow. Okay, so the narrator of the uh, like commercials and everything, he's the voice of the belt, <laughs> and it just attaches to him. That's cool. I'm a belt. He <laughs> just covered up. Huh. Yeah, alright, so we're already into full-blown full uh, murder cases and everything, so... It's a, it's got a, uh, a lighter tone, but it's certainly not skimping on the, uh, the heavy-dutiness of the, the whole crime aspect. And <laughs> the car is about to drive itself. <laughs> Guess that makes a lot of sense. Oh, and these guys must be like the uh, the actual <laughs> police, the uh, the official cops, or the sort of yeah, because like here comes sort of the goofball division with their <laughs> Ghostbuster packs and helmets, <laughs> the special squad. I don't know. I gotta read up. Uh, oh, <laughs> looks like uh, somebody's been struck by the crimson horror. I gotta read up on the uh, the backgrounds to everybody again. I just kind of I glanced at the website and uh, 
you know, been following some of the information stuff, but I'm kind of going into this one a little bit more uh, blind than usual, like, uh, especially with Gaim. Uh, I was reading a lot of the spoilers and things like that, so I, I don't know. I thought it might be fun to sort of try to go into one a little bit more um, unsure of it. Like, I, I remember a, a while ago, somebody mentioned uh, the Machine Chaser guy to me, and I was like, who? I have no idea who that is. <laughs> like, it was before I'd seen any pictures. It was back when the only thing about him was the, uh, like, the one blurry photograph of his bike. Whoa. That's cool how the bad guy transformed. It almost kind of looks like... He kind of looked like Drive at one point, where like the, the tire was sort of wrapping around him, and it's the kind of red and black colors. I'm sure there'll be some uh, relation between them. And <laughs> there go the cars. <laughs> Smashing into his face. The cars remind me a lot of the trains in Tokyo, the way they you know fly around on the rails and everything. <laughs> he landed on it. Uh, they also remind me a lot of the little sort of uh, gadget gimmick creatures from uh, the last couple shows. You know, Gaim kind of skipped on those, but certainly uh, Double and uh, Forza had them. You know, kind of like the descendants of the disc animals from Hibiki. <laughs> the, uh, I like the belt a lot, actually, because it's got that, you know, that very deep, calm voice. But it also does these weird emoticon things. <laughs> so I guess that one of the cops there, uh, he's going to be sort of more of a regular character, like the uh, the go-between <laughs> for the uh, squad. This is the uh, detective work part of the show, or the police work, rather. And the straighten the tie thing, I guess that's going to be sort of a trademark that he does. I'm sure they'll be selling many of his ties on a Bandai fashion net. <laughs> She's got a little book with uh, stickers and stuff. Oh, and he's already, he's running around, like, because uh, I guess he can't drive the car everywhere, so sometimes he's just got to hoof it. But he's still got the belt on, I like that. Yeah, it's uh it's a f interesting show so far. It's really uh I mean, really different, but it it's also it, it's very much like uh the way when Gaim started, it was pretty lightweight or or lighthearted, I should say. You know, it, it mixed. It was a nice mix. Um <laughs> tells the belt to shut up. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm I'm liking this a lot. It definitely it feels like Common Rider. I mean that's that's a good sign so far. You know we haven't even really gotten into the fighting stuff, but it still has that Common Rider, at least modern Common uh, Rider feel to it. I think you know the last couple of years they've kind of had a, a similar tone. I mean even Gaim, you know Gaim obviously went off and and, and got pretty dark uh, over the course of it, but even still I think it it feels like it feels in line with uh, the shows before it, and, and so does this one. Oh, this one really is, is sort of more of a return to uh, double. and Yeah, I love the uh, villain transformations. That's cool with the numbers. They pop out. And he's starting to... Uh... 
again, slow down time. I guess that's something they all do. <laughs> I think. Or maybe it'll just be this guy. I can't tell. But they made it so important in the beginning that I think it's going to be a regular thing. Because they're really playing up this whole idea of uh, speed and all that. And so, you know, what better way than to have time slow down and speed up? Oh, that's cool. And the belt holder appeared. That's weird. So he starts to, like, strangle a guy and he turns red. It's got that first episode feel to it where there's, like, a lot of stuff happening. Uh, but at the same time, it's pretty simple. Oh, cool. More of them showed up. Oh, he's trying to fight back. I did notice uh, in all the material so far, they haven't shown off if there's going to be any um, henchmen for this show. So it's kind of cool to see him fighting multiple bad guys at once. So it looks like uh, there's a spider and a bat monster there. Oh, the car comes in, makes a save. Oh, <laughs> it's... Wow. I do like the whole action girl idea. <laughs> she jumps over it. I guess that's uh, the other guy's a cobra, maybe. And she's got one of the belt holders, too. Or the uh, shift car holders. <laughs> kind of Deno ish almost. The, uh, you know, she's telling him, you gotta transform, use the belt. I do like the uh, attitude of the belt. He's, he's very kind of laid back. Oh, there's the bracelet. Shift brace. The belt is pretty cool, I gotta say. I like the toy of it's really neat. I can't wait to get it with the uh, LED and everything. All the pictures it makes, really neat. I guess we're going to have the transformation soon. <laughs> huh. Drive. Sorry, I'm falling silent, but the <laughs> this is the big moment. The transformation. Okay, kind of, kind of like Forza almost. Oh, all right. And <laughs> the tire flies off. Drive. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so it, like the his actual transformation is pretty quick, and then they sort of emphasize the, the tire coming off of the car, like literally flying off of the car like that. It's cool. I like it a lot. And here we go. He's going to fight the guys. Yeah, they're doing the kind of uh, slow, fast thing here. I guess that's going to be a, a sort of a common element of the fights. Or at least this one. It's very... Uh, the the pacing of uh, like the editing and stuff is, is really quick. <laughs> I like how the guys jump in the air and they shoot. Oh, and the tire's spinning around. 
And he's doing the uh, sweep kick, it looks like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping he'd do something like that. Oh, wow, and now he's like punching him. Yeah, it's uh, pretty cool. I mean, it is type speed, so they gotta give him all sorts of uh, speed powers, I guess. <laughs> There's a lot of explosions there. There are sparks. Here comes uh, Midnight Shadow and Funky Spike. So, uh, yeah, I guess we're going to have a lot of scenes where the little cars are flying around crashing into people or uh, <laughs> going around on tracks around them and they go right onto the belt holder. So we're probably going to change. I like how his eyes light up. That's really cool. This would be Max Flair, I think. Oh, yeah, it looks like it. And it, again, it comes off of the car, uh, the Triderron tire. So I, I guess he's going to have to always be near the car, or, you know, the tire will just come flying to him, I suppose. But uh, that's pretty cool. Good way to sort of uh, make it important. You know, the flame punches. Very, uh, very heat. Whoa! <laughs> Knocks him right out of the building. Yeah, so this is cool. So uh, it, even if they don't have uh, henchmen per se, or, or sort of like the the grunt monsters, then having them fight like two or three guys at a time—that's a cool idea. Ah, here's Funky Spike. Oh. Oh, this. Yeah, here it comes. <laughs> this is one of those moments I was waiting for where he uh, grinds the tire against somebody. <laughs> Thumbs up. This would be Midnight Shadow, I think. I love the uh, the tire spinning effect on the belt because it, obviously it's supposed to be the tire spinning, but it also looks like the fan on the original rider belt spinning around. That's really cool. Yeah, the um, fighting or like the choreography is really cool. The way they kind of keep doing the uh, slow down and speed up that will take a little getting used to. But yeah, if it's a style they're going for, I get that. Lots of CGI though, that's for sure. <laughs> it's a CGI fest in this episode. All the tires flying around everywhere. Oh, here comes the finisher move. It looks like. <laughs> what the heck? Full throttle. I like the S and the R. That's cool. The stylized. <laughs> the car is spinning around. Whoa! Holy smokes! <laughs> oh, that's cool. Oh, I like that he skids on the ground. Hey, neat. It's going to be hard to do that one indoors uh, in a confined space, but maybe that's what the other finishers are for. But uh, that's a pretty awesome rider kick. Nice drive. Yes, you saved him with your power. <laughs> oh, another clue. 
yeah, he, earlier on, uh, as you saw, he picked up something at the uh, previous murder scene. So, I guess there will be a sort of a long, uh, you know, overarching uh, mystery to all this, even if they do sort of the case of the week thing. But uh, it's pretty cool. Oh, and there's the big hangar, I suppose, the base, and where they keep the car. Looks like it's in the basement of uh, <laughs> police headquarters, I think. Oh, and there's the belt on his little uh, push thingy, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Now, the belt, uh, having the voice of the narrator, and I believe uh, both are played by... They've had pictures of him in the magazine and stuff. The guy who I think is just the creator of the belt. So I wonder if he's going to show up or uh, will be a character at some point. Yeah, so they got their clues, but they don't quite know why. Uh, what are the bad guys up to? Floating number, floating 29, it looks like. Oh, and there's Hart. One of the generals. And he gives it. A little car too. So, uh, huh? That's weird. So he like defeated the monster, but it'll come back in a strengthened form, I guess. I run into the trailer for next time. Oh, there's Chase. <laughs> He's already got another uh, tire thing. Huh, so it's kind of, uh, yeah, it was sort of like a one part, but it's it's still continuing, obviously, because uh, that's how it works. Looks like he's driving by the uh, Super Arena there. Cool. Well, overall, uh, I gotta say that was a lot of fun, you know? I mean, I, I kind of figured I'd like it, because it's Kamen Rider, obviously, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a good uh, introduction, at least. Maybe it doesn't uh, have quite as much depth to it as something like that. I mean, the first episode of Gaim, you know, when it opened up with that big battle and we're all wondering, what does this all mean? And what does the mysterious uh, blonde Mai mean and all that? And, and this is a little bit more kind of straightforward, but it still it has some good mysteries. It's, you got the technologies, uh, the technologies all made by uh, humans are presumably by humans. Uh, we'll see that that could not be the case, but I'm assuming it's made by like a scientist guy and the villains being these android uh, artificially created life forms sort of things. They probably have a, a connection to, to him as well. So, or, or to whoever created the, the drive stuff. So I don't know, but uh, overall I, I really dug it. Good long fight scene. Uh, I'm really liking the drive costume a lot. I like the main guy. Still kind of got to get a feel for the characters and all that. So uh, at this point, it's it's kind of hard to give any concrete uh, opinion on the show or, or where it's going to go. But as a first episode, you know, I think it, it did the job and got me excited for next week. So, uh, yeah, I like it. I mean, it's, it's definitely a change of pace. It's going to be interesting to see what people think, uh, especially if you came in on a show like Gaim. Th this one is it's a real... Uh, switch from that but uh, I don't know lots of fun good times I uh, can't wait to see more and then talk about it with others but uh, yeah that wraps it up for this episode of Rider Break basically because uh, it's just a sort of a, a short commentary on episode one which is now over 
Uh, so I will leave you on that note, and uh, Rider Break will be back soon enough, I hope, with another episode uh, or two or three. We'll see what happens. But uh, thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time. Logic, she's in the